Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. My name is Vinny. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am wonderful. And my co-host today, good old hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny? How you doing, pal? I'm doing well. Can I pull this monitor down a little bit? It's yeah. like in my shot. There it is. Yeah, yeah. There Sorry about go. that. There we go. No, it's my fault. I came here late. We didn't have time to set the cameras up. Right, now so, we got it. Carl? I don't like that grin. I already know where this is going. You we, want to talk about last week's uh Well, is that how we start every show? It's how we start every show. It's how we start them. Sometimes there's uh, some formalities, but that's a, that's fine. We can get right to well, it. Well, what formalities would you like to do, Carl? <laughs> uh, what formalities Let's would you talk like to about do it. to delay this? Let's talk about it, because last week was Creepiest Italian, and I brought a guy who really took his music very seriously. Yeah, he was an artist. He was an artist, <laughs> He was definitely sure. an artist. And I brought a dirty old Italian woman who murdered uh, a bunch of suckers so she could... Uh, Before make- electricity was discovered! <laughs> who even cares? Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Yeah, okay. None of that matters. Atrocity is atrocity, and it doesn't matter by the date. Yeah, today's creep is a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) He ate a bunch of other dinosaurs. (laughs) That's like cannibalism. Oh, boy. What are we going to do? Biggest creep from Pangea? What are we even fucking talking about? I think we should pull out uh, biblical creeps. That should be a whole second series that we do. I pick Jewish God. I pick (laughs) Jewish Jewish Old Testament God. (laughs) I win. (laughs) I don't, think, he, I don't think he's known as Jewish God, but okay. <laughs> That'll be a fun episode uh, as we try to figure out what the Bible means. <laughs> this will be me and that entire show. What the fuck are they talking about? What is this? And then who begot who? What the fuck? <laughs> That's some fucking storm. Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, Carl, here's the score from last week. Okay, yeah, let's see the score from last week. These are the screenshots from last night at 12 a.m. Okay, and 12.01. So it looks like I received 120 votes, but you received 126. Please. Oh, with this. I know why you're mad. It's okay, Carl, but today... You know the rules. <sighs> that round is over. Your boy, Vinny, is the champ for this round of the creep off. That means Carl, at the end of this episode, is going to be spinning the wheel of consequences. I'm surprised you didn't already put it in my room for me. No, uh, I got it right here. Because okay. during the, the voicemail segment, hey, people submitted a lot of ideas oh. this week that maybe there's some things we might be able to throw on good, good. before you spin. Because I'm not going to go to Gary, Indiana. No, you will. You absolutely fucking will. <laughs> And you know what? If you have to go to Gary, Indiana, you're practically going to be in Chicago. You might not be able to go to that Cubs-White Sox game. Right. Because you have to drive to Gary, Indiana instead. instead. Yeah, great. Yeah, Sounds that'll fun. be good. All right, oh, so yes, that was so game point heavy. last week. Vinny now has five points. And I, I came up with, what, three this this time? Uh, this two. Round? Uh, two? I don't know. Two? Who cares? You lost. Uh, what does it matter? Well, what it matters is I have to learn from this. Look I have forward. To get better. Look forward, my no, son. No, 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 no. That's no. in the I Bible, probably. I, I need to assess... <laughs> What I did wrong, what I need to improve upon, because I can't let this happen again. Well, let me I don't tell like, you something. If you, I don't like spinning that wheel. If you really want to figure out what you need to do in, to improve and what you need to do to make your life better, again, back to the Bible. Okay. That's what you need, my friend. Okay. A little bit of Jesus. Okay. Now. Sounds good. It's stupid. So what we're no. going to do today is in honor of Carl. Last week, we made fun of my people. This week. What, fat people? No, my people. The Italians. <laughs> the Itais. This week. We are going to talk about Carl's people. That's right. We are going to visit Zafadalan. What does this music do? Action? Does this get you hard? 
when you hear this? What's going on in your brain? Well, I'll tell you what's going on in my brain. Thinking back to the match against Portugal, where the Germans defeated Portugal 4-2 to in the European Cup on this past Saturday. See, I was very busy this weekend. My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody um, no one cares, Carl. Uh, you're, you love your Germany. You yes. love your Germany soccer. Yes. You, that's where you're from. And it's interesting. There's a certain time in Germany where I don't think you would have made it. Okay. With the club feet and all. I don't think, uh, you would have made it out. I don't think it were, worked out well for me. I'm not necessarily Hitler youth material. Oh, God, no. Yeah. That kid in that movie uh, I know that uh, Taika Wakiki directed. I know you're talking about. It's yeah. a fun movie. Yeah, that kid, way more masculine yes, than you. Yes, correct. Would have taken me out. Yeah. Yeah, that kid could run and stuff. It was incredible. <laughs> you would have been so jealous. But today, we are going to discuss... People the- were calling me out that I used to skateboard. People don't understand the timetable of recovering from something like having club feet. I'm, there's a lot of misinformation going on on the internet right now, but I'm going to need to clear this up at some point. So I want everybody to know the truth. Carl is a lot like FDR. He has to come in here in a wheelchair. We get him into his seat, then we turn the cameras on. That's true. Because of his club feet. Yep, and now it's all for naught, because you just told him. I've ruined the illusion. Who will be this week's sauerkraut? All right, let's get into it. I won, so that means I get to go first. And ladies and gentlemen, when you are trying to discover who is the creepiest German... It's like shooting fish in the fucking barrel. Dude, that's a long list, isn't there, when you start researching this now, topic? Vinny sent me, I think, four or five different people. He correct. kept changing his mind. I had a which guy. Which means he spent way too much time researching that. And I didn't. I was just, like, looking at different things. I was like, oh, my God. And then I go, oh, my, no, oh, my and, God. And this has never happened before, where Vinny sent me four different days. Like, nope, never mind this one. Nope, never mind this one. Nope, never mind. So I can only imagine this one's pretty horrific. At the found. end of this, I'm going to wait to find out who you do. And at the end of this, I'm going to tell you very quickly what those other people did. Just for a little bonus for you Sounds guys. Sounds fun. Now, uh, I'm not going to go too, too deep today because I know everybody's tired of when I go yes, off on a long rant. Correct. So I'm just going to let you know that today my creep's name is Adolf. Mm. Adolf Seafelt. The other Adolf. He is the other Adolf. Yeah. Simply known as Uncle TikTok or Da Sandman. Carl, you'll be happy to know that my creep was not born in 1890 this week. Oh, good. Yeah. Does that make you feel better? It does make me feel better. Was good, there good. electricity? Has, has your creep ever seen a television? Yes. Okay, good. But I will tell you this. He was born 20 years earlier than 1890. He was born oh. in 1870. Oh, fuck me. So his childhood fucking sucked. His dad was a drunk. His mom was a whore. And this kid was a real fucking square. He was always so upset by his parents' behavior. So he just read the Bible all day. During his childhood, seeing the debauchery displayed through his parents, Seafeld began reading the Bible and committing its passages to memory. In later life, Seafeld could be heard reciting these lengthy passages while walking through the small villages and hamlets of northern Germany. Yeah, so he just basically his entire life mumbled scriptures to himself. If that doesn't make him a little creepy, I'm just going to start with that. That's how you're starting that? It was the fucking 19th century. He's reading the Bible. It's not... Shocking in any way. There weren't okay. comic books, all right? All right. Sorry he wasn't reading Batman. Oh, you want to Sorry he wasn't going to pro wrestling events, <laughs> Finny. I don't know how you would have passed the time okay. in 1812. Well, I'll tell you but- what, how I would not have liked to have passed the time the way apparently he enjoyed to pass the time. At the age of 12, Seafeld suffered the abuse of two grown men, which he enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that... Um, Milo's story was it Milo or was it George Takei who said that he was abused when he was a kid, but he enjoyed it? I think that was George Takei. And the cab couch. A lot of outrage about that. Yeah. In spite of being a Bible thumper, he liked to be face fucked. Okay. He lived a pretty <laughs> normal life for the most part. He was trained as a locksmith and a clockmaker. He was married with one son. Now the son turned out to be quite the problem for him, Carl. Okay. Because his son turned out pedo. Mm. His son got caught molesting kids. Sent to an asylum. They bounce around asylums for the rest of his fucking miserable life. And after this happens, his wife leaves him. He's got fucking nothing to do. So what is a lonely father of a pedo going to do after his wife leaves him? Get back into religion? No, no, no. What he decided to do was uh, to find out what all the fuss was about for himself. Seafelt was imprisoned for the molestation of a young boy. At this point in his life, psychiatrists diagnosed man as being unstable. 
So he goes a little crazy. He lived a pretty normal life. His wife leaves him. His kid's a molester. Now, all of a sudden, he decided, I'm going to get in on this. So wait, he's the one in prison, or is that his son? No, that was him. Okay. He molested so now, a kid, too. So now he's in prison. After his kid went to jail. So he didn't, it was no cautionary tale to him. It was like, oh, you know what? I got to try that. You got to tell the kid not to tell anyone, or else you'll both get in trouble. I don't right. know why he didn't know that. Kids. <laughs> well, this guy, he uh, was in and out of asylums for a while. Attendants at the various asylums where Seafelt saw himself incarcerated viewed the the man as quote playing with his droppings twitching his limbs end quote and experiencing self-imposed paralysis it's like nick bait yeah, yeah playing with his droppings he made himself a uh, quite an impression on the folks at the asylums you could give me seven days to come up with different ways to talk about playing with your shit playing with your droppings i would never come up with who says that he was fooling around with his leavings <laughs> <laughs> so this guy it is, is Germany, clearly... though. I mean, that's kind of normal behavior in Germany, right? I'm going to play with the poop. <laughs> I'm a German piggy boy. I like all my chocolates. <laughs> he did that too well. He fucking is crazy. He's like kind of crazy, but they still let him out of these asylums. Okay. He's a pedophile. He's playing with his own shit in jail. Yeah. And they're just like, you know what? That is for us people. <laughs> they just let him go. They did his time. We're talking 1933 here. Okay. He's out loose. Old How nice. old is he at this point? What year was he born? He's 1870. He's 63. Yeah. Jesus. Coincidence has it on very cold nights, the police started the finding the bodies of young boys dead. Okay. Now, the age group of these kids we're talking about are toddlers to 12 years old, and they were in the woods, and they had one very, very particular thing in common. Would you like to take a guess what that was? Um, they're... Pants were pulled down to their ankles? Nah, not exactly. Not exactly. Okay. Um, apparently, our boy Adolf had to type. Oh, okay. All of them were wearing sailor suits. Oh, how fun. Yes. Like, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm caught by the What we're listening to right now would make Adolf Seafeld come everywhere. Okay. Send it to kids singing the song. He loved the sailor suits. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, I don't want to start victim blaming, but oh, go ahead, Vinny. Okay, here you. You just settle down. <laughs> He's really into these little sailor boys. And apparently what Adolf was doing is he was living in the woods. And during this time after he was let out, he was traveling from town to town threatening people and their livestock. He was basically going around pretending to be a witch saying that he could cast spells on people. Okay. And he was this creepy old guy, and everybody was scared of him. But he would still freaking find a way to lure and talk to the kids. He'd be like, Say, hey, what do you say? Give me a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, come here, kids. And yeah. they still kind of went around with him because he was like this mysterious guy. But he would get them out into the woods, and he made this special type of chloroform out of fungus and shit in the woods that he found. Hmm. He, like, concocted it. He would fucking chloroform these kids in their little sailor suits. He would drag them somewhere into the woods or a clearing. He would then blow the kids. He would just sit there and just start sucking on their little peckers. They, as call, next. they call that the uh, reverse Cosby. The reverse Cosby. Yep. He would he reverse, would reverse Cosby, Cosby these little sailors. Yep. He would fucking come everywhere. Yep. And then he would leave them. Now, did he murder them? Absolutely. Okay. Because these are little kids we're talking about, and he's chloroforming them with this stuff. He doesn't know what he's doing. And these kids are passed out for a long time. And this was always during cold nights. Oh, okay. So he wasn't these trying kids, to kill them. I don't just, know. They just couldn't make they it. They all died of hypothermia. They found frozen little sailors <clears throat> yeah. with their little wieners hanging out. And this fucking guy walking around going, <laughs> just wiping his mouth. Oh, boy. Fucking gross. <laughs> there were 12 victims that they found like this. And Seafeld's arrest Followed the murder of a kid named something Zimmerman. This was in 1935. Wait, do you hear what he got busted for? All right. Police questioned witnesses who last saw the young boy, and the witnesses stated that they saw young Gustav with an older man Gustav. in a, quote, striking hat, end quote, on the day the child disappeared. When police noticed a middle-aged man who matched the description, they arrested him immediately. So that man was Gustav Adolf Seafelt. Now, Carl. Middle aged yeah, back then, I don't know what they're fucking talking about. He's 63. <laughs> yeah, okay. So 
he was wearing a really stupid hat because he was going around pretending to be a wizard and trying oh, to sweet. scare everybody. So they saw the guy in the dumb fucking hat. They knew who to look for. Yeah. Uh, at this time, we're talking 1935. We're talking Nazi time. People are fucking starting to clean up the streets. They're like, oh, there's a dude with the hat. They drag him. They bring him in. And uh, uh, See, Vinny, I knew you were going to do this. You're already saying... What about all the great things the Nazis did? And I just disagree with you, Vinny. I can't go along with that. If you like the Nazis, vote for Vinny. But I can't can't go along with it. All I know is the cops looked at this guy and they were like, Some bad hat, Harry. And they took him to jail. And he was convicted of 12 of these murders. And he was sentenced to death. But, ladies and gentlemen, there is something to be said about German efficiency. And after a brief trial, sentenced the watchmaker to death for 12 murders. After the trial, in order to discover the identity of any other victims, the Gestapo, or Nazi (laughs) secret police, took Seefeld to one of their facilities and tortured him incessantly until he professed the identity or culpability in the murder of other young children. As a result of the deeply painful interrogation, Seefeld admitted to more than 100 murders. Fucking Nazis. Uh, 100, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. And he got busted because of his stupid fucking nerd wizard hat. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's also what got him uh, noticed by the kids. Now, I hate to do this. I hate to blow up my own case, but sometimes there is a happy ending. Oh, good. Adolf Seefeld was executed by guillotine on May 23rd, 1936. Yay! Adolf Seefeld. Do you think, though, confessing to 100, first of all, you lose track. You're going to lose count. Oh, yeah. He couldn't remember all the names. Clearly. Right. Of, well, what, what is he being? Introduce them or remember the names? How would he even know my their name? names? My name is Das Uncle TikTok. So I'm guessing that he was just trying to be braggadocious. And, uh, or, or maybe he was torturing him. Or maybe he was just being tortured. With yeah, the I know. Life A lot of times TikTok. you'll say whatever people want you to say when you're being tortured. Yeah, so. either way, he did murder 12 kids and he dressed them up. They were all in sailor suits and he fucking blew them out in the woods and let them die. He wasn't trying to murder them. Carl, shut the fuck up. All right. Who's your creep? My creep this week is Angela Merkel for crimes against humanity. No, it's not true. My uh, creep this week is uh, Oakham Kroll. And uh, I'll give you, you know this person? No. You didn't come across this one? No. Okay, I'll give you a little overview. For 21 years between the mid-1950s and the mid-70s, Joachim Kroll murdered at least 14 people by strangling them to death. His youngest victim, Marion Ketter, was just four years old. The discovery of her dismembered body in the summer of 1976 left the nation in a state of complete disbelief. Okay. So he was getting away with murdering people. He's a serial killer in Germany. Sure. And uh, the way he would get away with it is he would travel away from his hometown. He would take the train or the bus, and he'd go an hour, hour and a half away, and then murder someone and some other stuff, too, that we'll get into. And so they never really figured out who was doing this. Then he made a big mistake in 1976. This time, he took a girl from the neighborhood who he knew by sight. He took her to his flat, sexually abused her, and then killed her. So... That old chestnut. That old chestnut. So not only is he killing four-year-olds, he's sexually abusing them as well. So this guy is possibly the best definition of a creep I could have found when doing my research for this one. Let's go back in time a little bit. Let's find out a little bit more about our buddy Kroll. Uh, Joachim Kroll was the son of a coal miner, born in East Germany, weakly, unprepossessing child. Barely intelligent. He had an IQ of a 79. He had a Vinnie Paulino-like IQ. How fucking 79. dare you, He was the sixth, sir. The sixth of seven kids. I'll have you know that my IQ is not a 79. I was told I was a very bright little boy. I'm sure your mom told you a lot of nice things. <laughs> she probably still does to this day. She doesn't like you. You have a very fun podcast, Vinny. Everyone loves your podcast, Vinny. Yeah, they your, do. Your YouTube channel's on fire, Vinny. Fucking coming there. <laughs> All right. Set you on fire. So um, uh, so he was the sixth of seven kids. He didn't get along with his siblings at all. His father was abusive. They were driven out of their home 
because of the Second World War. He later became a member of the Hitler Youth, but that didn't work out. He oh, wasn't, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't accepted by the other Hitler youths. Yeah, who were there? Just not rabid enough. So he went to go work on a farm, and this was interesting work for him. Kroll's delight in the blood and gore of the slaughterhouse even manifested into sexual acts with animals. If fantasies of sexual violence developed during puberty, and he was in puberty, when he was working on farms, then you can never get rid of them. There he experienced these sexual things which aroused him, the warm blood, and where he satisfied himself. Then afterwards he lived out his fantasies on the animals with sexual acts, with cows, and anything that was available. And something like that will never go away. Who hasn't fucked a cow or two, right? Oh, his dad was mean to him. Where, where? My daddy, my daddy, where? And he had to fuck the cows because of it. All right. Let's not lose focus on what's going on with this guy, all right? He's very excited about slaughtering animals to the point where he's getting sexually aroused and then fucking the animals while slaughtering them. And he even takes to uh, house cats. With some of this ridiculousness and nonsense. When he lived in a hostel for single men and he took a cat into his room, he had this idea that he wanted to see what the insides looked like. He took a hammer, struck the cat and skinned it and took a closer look at its intestines. Oh, so he was a curious young boy. Biologist over here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that would be excelling in some schools. Killing a cat with a hammer is... um brutal right yeah can we all agree on that yeah it's pretty brutal what year is this so the problem is uh we're talking about this is about 1954 okay we're talking about now the problem is is that he does like girls but girls don't like him yeah, he's kind of a that... rat face looking guy not an attractive guy doesn't have any social skills didn't get along with anyone uh, was his last name <laughs> hamburger it might have been hamburger a lot of people in germany are named hamburger ready it means something very different there so he can't get girls. So what's the next best thing, Vinny? What's the next best thing to a girl? Um, a dead animal? Blow-up dolls, of Oh, blow-up dolls, okay. Kroll began experimenting with blow-up dolls. Because Kroll didn't manage to get access to women, he procured himself several rubber dolls instead, which he draped with clothing, but then also hanged them with a rope and imagined that the women would then die. He got a particular kick out of that. He so was murdering blow-up dolls, raping and murdering blow-up dolls. It sounds better than the alternative of what he could be doing. Correct. What it he is. wanted to do. So he was basically just practicing. It is better than what he wanted to do. And then something bad happened. The only person in the world that he cared about passed away. Joachim Kohl's murderous career started when the only person he could relate to, his mother, died. His mother was, above all, the most important person in Kroll's life, in contrast with his father, who beat him regularly. She was the only positive figure in his life. He looked up to her and didn't have to be afraid. So when this pillar broke, there was no halt to his sexual pathological development. So three weeks after his mom passed away, he murdered his first victim, a 19-year-old girl, and this is them talking about that horrific scene. He kind of shuffles her off into the woods where he, he sexually assaults her and he kills her and then he, he mutilates her, her body. So this is somebody who appears to be, you know, kind of subhuman in a way. He's a real problem. And he was getting away with this for over two decades until he made that mistake of... Dumb hat? Murdering the four-year-old. Oh, the four-year-old. Yeah, not a dumb hat. Not, not dumb this hat. one. Okay. Different story this time. The four-year-old girl who was playing on a playground right outside his house, and he was watching her every day and just couldn't help himself. So once they got him talking and got him to confess, he started confessing to all of these different murders. Some of them were closed cases. Now, typically I say the Germans oh, are smart no. people. Typically I'm, I'm proud of my heritage, but this is pretty pretty rough. In total, two men were falsely accused or imprisoned, and three men committed suicide in relation to Kroll's murders. Oh, no. Yeah, there was this one guy who was accused of the murder that Kroll did, and the entire town turned on him, and so he just hung himself in the, in the That's woods. like the incidental body count. Holy yes. shit. And now, Kroll didn't give a shit. He, he goes, that's their problem, not mine. Oh, my God. What are, he's like, they hung themselves. What are they, sex dolls? 
Come on. <laughs> Come on, kids. Am I right, people? Try the veal. So there was a time when the neighbors started to get a little bit suspicious and uh, things started to stink a little bit. One of the horrifying things of Kroll's crimes was that he took pleasure in taking out the intestines of his victims. And uh, he'd told a neighbor who was asking him what the smell was. He said rather flippantly, oh, it's guts, uh, which it literally was, intestines. And the neighbor complained, Kroll was nothing if not brazen. So this guy's getting cocky. <laughs> this guy's getting cocky. He's bringing victims home, tearing them apart, putting them all over the uh, the apartment. And this is actually... It's what, an apartment. Yes. Oh, and this Christ. is actually what led to... Uh, oh, Christ. ...to him getting busted for this. Listen to this scene after the four-year-old girl went missing. Door-to-door questioning throughout the neighborhood led the police directly to Kroll. Inside his home was an horrific crime scene. Detectives found a saucepan on the stove with body parts in it. Worse still were the contents of the refrigerator. There was this girl, completely dismembered, upper arm, forearm, placed on corresponding shelves, so that he only had to take something out and add it to the pan. That was unfathomable for us. That's right, Vinny! Not only is this guy raping, murdering fucking corpses, he's also a cannibal. This guy does it all! His nickname at one point was the Ruhr Cannibal, or the Ruhr Hunter, because he regularly boasted in the wake of his capture that he uh, ate the victims. He said it was the only meat he could eat. Yeah, he's particular. Yeah, well, he's kind of a vegetarian, you know. Otherwise. Otherwise. Otherwise, he's very much a vegetarian. Let me tell you the ages of the victims, Vinny. Okay. I I think this guy's got some range here. 19, 12, 24, 16, 12, 13, 13, 25, 20, 5, 61... 13, 10, and 4. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. He went from a 5-year-old to a 61-year-old. Oh, well, you know. Yikes. Some people keep themselves looking young. Now, how many of these people were dressed as sailors? None of them were dressed as sailors. These were women that uh, Kroll really wanted to have sex with and mm-hmm. figured out a way to do it. But did the- like before he killed them, did they know he just really wanted to? He would. Did he up, explain it? He to would him? go up and ask them if they would have sex with him, and as soon as they rejected him, then he would strangle them to death. Yeah, I'm reading this uh, side conversation going on in the YouTube right now. Yeah. Casey, listen to what he's telling you. Be careful when they ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. So that's it. Uh, uh. Both for Carl. We're starting up a, a whole new game here. It's zero zero. The uh, the board is reset, and uh, we're still going to keep the guest number two. Okay, one of these days they might get to five. I doubt it. I think now, they will. I told you guys real quick. I'm going to give you just a synopsis of the Germans that I did not pick. Oh right, yes. So Carl, I can't believe Joachim Kroll didn't show up on this. Uh, I looked at him, but he, he I did. didn't pick him. So I'll go with this first one. I was to do his name was Johann Mayer, mm-hmm. and this guy murdered like six people, but he had one arm. Right. Okay. And it was like. They called him Stumfarm. <laughs> that was his name. Very nice. And he murdered these people by strangling them. Somehow he did it with one arm, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. And then what he did was, because he didn't want to get caught, he took off the heads and the arms of the bodies. Now, you would think that's so they can't identify who they were, whatever. No. What he did was he would cut off the arms and the heads of the bodies, and then he would, like, sew them on to one of the other victims oh. and then go leave the body somewhere. Oh, how fun. He'd be like, They'd really uh-huh. fun. Yeah. try and catch me now. <laughs> Made no sense. So wow. I didn't pick him. Then I would, there was a guy named Carl Denke, and his nickname was Papa Denke, okay. and he played organ in a church. One day, a, a homeless guy comes running out of his house with an axe in his head. And he's like, help me, help me. Cops show up and they arrested the guy, took him to jail, and he hung himself that night in the prison. But they went into his house and they went into his bedroom and there was just piles of human bones. Oh, Jesus. Piles of human bones. And it turns out what he was doing was he was skinning people. And because this was like the same time around the beginning of World War II, he was selling the meat in jars. Yeah. That was Papa Denki. So the, wasn't getting paid a lot to play the organ in the church then, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was his side business. But that was a little close to my creep from the week before, so I didn't do that one. There was one other person I was used, but I'm going to save them 
because our pal Dr. Steve is going to be coming on the show soon. Oh, good. And I found a creepy German medical professional that I'm going to save. Oh, good. Okay, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Germans, holy fucking shit. What yeah. A, what a country. Seriously, a lot, a lot of creeps. Now, Carl, I would love to tell you that the voicemail segment is brought to you by the good friends in Syracuse. Syracuse did not send us an ad for today. What? So, yeah. Yeah. As long as those checks keep coming in, I guess that's yeah. okay. All right, McBride, get on it. Now, I do have a voicemail for you that absolutely blew my mind okay. because this sounds like a normal human being leaving us a voicemail. Oh, weird. This is not the voice I would expect to be calling our voicemail line. Hey, Carl and Vinny. It's Meredith. I just wanted to let you guys know I had a 13-hour drive on Saturday, so I was fresh out of the WACP and Drew and Mike, so somehow I had a brainwave. I got to check out the creep off. Why did I not do this sooner? I binged it. I started with the latest episode. I ended at um, Creeps and Roses. Loved all of it. And honestly, i got to say, Vinny, you've got the edge. I don't Amen. know how Carl wins this stuff. Anyway, love it so much. <laughs> That's because he's and a fuck a suggestion for the worst true crime podcast, Patty C. Cups. Think about it, guys. Yeah, Bye. Carl tried that already. Meredith, thank you for catching up, and thank you for the call. Yeah, Meredith, thank you so much. It was nice to hear from you. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Hey, Ben, this is Carl. You can have your Vietnam pizza parties. I'm having the Cuzzles, Carl Cuzzle Roos powwow. I'm a chug white claws. I'm a yell about the bills. We're going to watch Patrick Michael. Real up class. A real white hood, a, a white tie event. Be there. A white hood under a white tie event. All right, Cuzzaroos. So I did a bonus episode. You patrons out there may have enjoyed it. Without Carl, it was the first Carlos episode, except that wasn't a Creeps and Roses. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. We had Kaya on. I had Andy. And then I had my buddy Mike Berry. People apparently really liked him. Good, good. Well, we'll have to uh, get him on the real show. Eh. Not your little fake side thing that you pretend to do. I'm going to tell you something right now. It's going to be hard to get him back because he's the closest thing I know to a feral human. Okay. So he's he's tough to get out. But the first thing he tells me is we're talking, watching videos of pedophiles. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and some kids, we were going to start a gang where we were beating up pedophiles, you know, at the start of COVID. <laughs> at the start of at the COVID. start of COVID, I was you know, like, like when there were no fuck? more rules anymore, you could just do that. Yeah, he thing. literally thought the cops wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, I'm telling you, he, this is an interesting listen. So go okay, give it, I'll check it, give out. it a shot. I think you'll enjoy it. We also did a uh, Who Are These Creeps bonus yes. episode. So there was two bonus episodes last week. Correct. That means we're done for July. Who are these creeps? Have you looked at the voting on that? No. How did I win? Did you put up a poll on your Patreon? Or I on, did. On our Patreon, I, I did I have say? a poll on our Patreon. I had it on on the. WTP Patreon as well. Let me see where we're at. All right, let's see. Pulling this up here. Um, I started off in a, in, with the lead when we first posted it, and uh, that ended abruptly because now I am at 138 votes to your 166. Hell yeah! I wow. definitely won. Killer Queens running away with that it. show's terrible, folks. If you want to hear was. really bad, a really terrible true crime podcast that's way more successful than ours, check out Killer Queens. You'll want to rip your own teeth out. Oh, two sisters who like to goof around about stuff from the 90s. Hey, I want to tell you about this murder. And Except also, for the suicide of Kurt Cobain. Right. That, that's, that was that's something they know nothing about. <laughs> All right. Uh, give that a listen. Here we go. Hey, Roscoe here. I was catching up on episodes listening to episode 64, Creepiest Social Worker. Really enjoying the voice reenactments of the crimes. Please make that a regular thing across the show. <laughs> but the voice you guys used wasn't Dane. It was one of the most awful creeps of all time. Allow me to reenact. Dad, can I check my fantasy team? What do I get? Everything comes at a price, Tommy. That's right, the biggest creep of all time. None other than kiss your son on the mouth on video, Tom Brady. That's <laughs> what do I get? Oh, thank you, Roscoe. <laughs> Tom Brady is a creep. You uh, don't have to sell us hard on this. Vinny, I give a uh, voicemail for you, All buddy. Right, go ahead. Yeah, Carl. Um, you, know, you fucking free idea for a show here. All right. Um, so obviously the creep off sucks and. Vinny would rather be doing a pro wrestling show anyways. How dare you? No, I wouldn't. Um, why don't you just do that? And you guys wanna. can have the format be that he's into it, you're not that into it, but you, you can make fun of it and shit. It's a great idea, and you'll make a bunch of money. Uh, so, so you're welcome, Carl. 
Call me back. So here's the problem with this now. Vinny doesn't contribute a lot to the show, but the Are one you thing, fucking kidding the me? The one thing that Vinny has done for this show, the creep off, is come up with the format. And the format is fantastic. Now, yes, eventually we'll get another co-host. It'll be better and funnier. We won't talk about wrestling as much. But that's a terrible idea that I got to listen to him talk about wrestling on a podcast. That's a terrible idea. That should be on the wheel of consequences that I have to co-host a wrestling podcast with Vinny. Hey, does anybody want to know about my fantasy uh, wrestling league? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm in one. Are you really? And uh, yeah, the uh, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view was last night, and I took right. over first place because Natalia won in the prelim show, and then the almighty Bobby Lashley beat Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Boring. And I'm still in the lead. How do you like it when Who people talk about the fantasy shit? Cares? I'll fucking kill you! Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen? Listen to this. It's boring oh, as shit. I'm done talking to you. Okay. I had a great idea for a consequence on the wheel. The loser has to legally change their name and how it's spelled. <laughs> so Carl has to be spelled C-A-R-L or Vinny has to be V-I-N-N-Y Paulino. I think it'll be really funny. Especially if it's like down to fucking the last... Like four four, and it's down to the last guy. And it's anybody's game. Like they have to go, and it's a big pain in the ass. And it'd be really petty and dumb. Uh, yeah. Anyway, see you later, C A R L Carl and V I N N Y Paulino. Aren't you funny? What do you think of that? You had to legally change your name. To- so I was actually just processing this. And I was thinking about it. Vinny is a nickname. Yeah, I don't have to <laughs> shit. We can all spell Vinny's name however we want to. Yeah. He made it up. It doesn't matter. But I thought he was going to tell me how to change my name to Carl Hamburger, which would, I, which would have been funny. <laughs> C-A-R-L. Yeah, I think you should. Uh, oh, what did, somebody put something in the Discord or somewhere, or maybe it was Reddit, uh, because I put out a WATP episode that yeah. was a bonus show that you and I did a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, they thought that that was cheating. Someone called me Carl Hamburglar. <laughs> and I can't remember the context exactly, but it was funny. We've established you're a cheater. Last voicemail. Hey, Vinny. Uh, again, love the show. I voted for you for this one because Carl was terrible at his job. Uh, also, I wanted to put in for a consequence that, uh, let's say, if you lose that, you vote for... Well, whomever, but really, I just wanted so that uh, Carl has to vote for Cuomo whenever he's up again. <laughs> or just put a picture of Cuomo in his background. Also, the door sucks, um, <laughs> mostly because it's uh, introductory music for uh, the pretentious tortured artist. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the doors still suck. Uh, good job, uh, Winnie Vinny. People chat. Thank you. And I agree. Like, the doors are whatever the doors are, but anybody who tells you they really like the doors... Your, my eyes roll in the back of my I know. Head. I really like the doors, though. Do you really? I do. I really do. Carl's just in his house going, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Don't ask why. Fucking loser. Uh, the do- You really like the doors? I do. I do really like the doors. I think that's what he's referring to. I talked about that with uh, Kevin. You, like, a lot? We, Well, I don't play it often, but it's one of those bands that I've enjoyed for most of my life. Real, yes, for for real, for real, yes. His feet are like a club. Boom, boom. <laughs> well, the reason why we were talking about it is Kevin and I on the latest WTP. If you haven't listened to it yet, you should. We decided to pop on the old Smule account, and uh, our buddy Herb Patch Beta Beta Patch, or Beta Patch, our buddy from Syracuse there sent me links to all of his favorite songs. So we checked out. Patrick Michael singing Rise on the Storm, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Okay. I just can't believe what you What a weird karaoke song that is. Riders on the That's Storm. That's a strange pick to it's, get the it's, crowd going. It's all piano music. The whole song is piano music. And then maybe like the melody is two different notes. It's just, it's not really something you would choose to show off your chops. What's that know. one door song with the horns? Oh, uh, come on, touch, come on, touch, touch, me, touch me, babe. Yeah. yeah. Naughty, naughty. All right, moving on. You guys <laughs> want to, uh, you guys want to do a scum parade? What do you say? Oh, is it scum parade time? Let's hit it. Let's do it. Watch out for the scum parade. Oh, no, it's scum parade. Look out for the scum parade. Making Vinny's day. Oh, boy. We're going to start off today in California. 
in San Jose. Right. Do you know the way to San Jose? I do. It's west. Alex Corpus Moreno was formally charged Wednesday with gross vehicular manslaughter. and He must have done it in an icky fashion and driving under the influence causing injury. In a police report accompanying the criminal complaint, Moreno was asked to leave a bar after showing signs of heavy intoxication and after reportedly being seen using cocaine out in the open. Dude. <laughs> Bro, go to the bathroom. You gotta go you to the bathroom that shit. It's not a joint. We're not there yet with the cocaine, okay? One of the final straws appears to have been when he was trying to take a woman's top off. Yeah. Yeah, so he was just a loud asshole in a bar doing coke and fucking harassing people. Bar employees and security guards told the police that Moreno and his companion, a 24-year-old woman, agreed to leave and walk to the parking lot of the restaurant to get into his Chevy Silverado, which was owned by his employer. Yeah. This got, is not his em- car. It's got the employer logo right on the side. Nice little advertising for them. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, multiple witnesses stated that Moreno and the woman were in the truck for about a half of an hour. The woman, who said she had several shots of tequila at the bar, told police that she began performing oral sex on him while he sat in the driver's seat. For a half an hour, that is some Coke whiskey dick right there. That certainly is. And that she did not realize the truck started moving. Oh, yeah. as You wouldn't notice if you were sucking a guy's dick while uh, while he's driving a car. You wouldn't notice. Maybe you wouldn't. Oh, wait. No, <laughs> <laughs> she told investigators that her next memory was being pulled out of the truck after the crash. According to the police investigation of witnesses' accounts, the truck traveled as fast as 45 miles per hour. In a parking lot. 170 feet through the parking lot, barreling through umbrellas and tables, forcing patrons to jump out of the way and ultimately hitting a group of three people. Jesus. The three victims who had been sitting at a table were pinned against the side of the restaurant by the truck, which security guards said was still revving after the impact. Did this guy just pass out with his foot on the pedal or something? And a bitch on his dick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a guy- bad way to go if you're going to die. One guard had to re-engage the truck's transmission to stop the vehicle and free the injured victims. According to the police report, Moreno was pulled out of the truck by security guards who detained him until the police officers arrived. The okay. cops said the woman almost was almost dead at the scene. They took her by okay. they took her to the hospital. She died three hours later. Yeah. The woman who was blowing him tried to take the blame for our guy. I want to point out this is the world's greatest girlfriend. She's right. up there. If there are any women listening to the show, I don't think there are, but if there are, Meredith, take note. Meredith, Meredith, Casey, take note. That's this w. is how you get the world's greatest girlfriend award. You blow your man and then take the blame when he kills people. That's it. You would get a hell of a card on Mother's Day. Oh my you God. You might even get a spa certificate. Or I, something. I am marrying that girl as soon as she gets out of prison for the crimes that I committed. I am marrying that girl. Yeah. My wife is more likely to kill me and bury me in the backyard than fucking take the blame for anything I do. She died about... Th- I'd, be, I'd be there with a shovel, too. <laughs> yeah, you fucking Don't attack me. Yeah, we're going to get to that story in a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. The woman tried to say that she that was her fault that she was driving. And then they were like, you know, the, the cops are like, ma'am, you realize that there's... Like a person is smeared against the fucking wall over here. (laughs) You had to scrape them off. And uh, these other people are like broken legs and out of the ground whimpering. You're telling me you did this? And she was like, oh, uh, no, no, I wasn't. I was just sucking his dick. Sorry. I love the way they described the article. She backed off of the claim after a preponderance of the evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The woman's name is being withheld by the news organization because she was not arrested or charged with any crime. He's being charged with lots of crimes. So, uh. That's our boy, Alex Moreno. So I actually have a quote from Alex uh, when he was reached for comment. He, oh. he said this. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> this guy was zooted out of his mind. Yeah, he was. <laughs> All right. Let's go down to, uh, what do you say we go down to Alabama? Alabama man. Yeah. My wife's home state, a state that I spent a lot of time in. And this story does not surprise me in the least, kids. Okay. Tim Clevenger, the 54-year-old former assistant principal of Locust Fork High School, pled guilty in Blunt County Circuit Court to counts of production of child pornography and two counts of possession of child pornography. Clevenger has previously been convicted by a jury in 2018 on charges of production and possession of child pornography. All right, I got a question for you. Involving a different victim. Because of the way you set this up. Yeah. Do you think there's more pedophiles in Alabama than there are in other states? Do you think pedophilia is more rampant? In Alabama, I mean, I would imagine there are just as many pedophiles in New York 
as there are in Alabama. Well, from right? what I understand uh, from the Vietnam birthday special okay. from Mike Berry, apparently Mount Morris is the country's oh. spot for pedos. Okay. And apparently there's a, tra- a special trailer park in Florida as well that houses them. Wait a second. So kind of like how San Francisco is like the mecca for homosexuals. Yeah. There's like a place where people go if you're a pedophile. Yeah, Mount Morris. They Mount- go to uh, Lechworth State Park. <laughs> The Grand Canyon of the East. They all just hang out there. Okay. The reason why I said I didn't believe it is because he denied, denied, denied this whole situation. After his arrest in 2015 and through the trial, he blamed his nine-year-old son for all of it. Okay. His nine-year-old kid who hasn't hit puberty is the one who is making the videos of the girls taking a shower at his house, looking in through the window. So this is interesting because I can't remember what article where the, what who wrote about this, but they called him a piece of crap. Yeah, they did. That well, the the judge did. Alabama, they don't care. They're like the Germans back in Germany. They're like, oh fuck this guy. They're like, he's a piece of shit. He did this. Yeah. Well, so they call him a piece of shit because he falsely accused his son of doing this. But you got to think about this. The nine year old is going to get in way less trouble. Absolutely. Than his father is going to. Like sometimes. You got to take one for the team, you know? Okay. so this You don't story- want LeBron to follow out, right? I mean, yeah. You got to take one for the team. Well, his story makes no sense. So let me, just, <laughs> okay. let me just say this. They alleged that he would wait until nightfall, then stand outside of the bathroom window with a video camera filming the young girls through the blinds as they bathed or showered. They were showering at 1.30 in the morning. Uh, that's his story. That's okay. what the, they're alleging. Okay. The first of Clevenger's videos was discovered. When the then assistant principal sent his school-owned laptop into the district central office for technical support. That is a Russian hoax. That was not his laptop. This is Russian it disinformation. Was Bo Biden's. It was goddamn <laughs> Bo Biden's laptop. Disinformation. My nine-year-old son, Bo, had, did all sorts of math, and then he took pictures of himself. <laughs> no, th- this story's crazy. Yeah. So his nine-year-old did it. And put it on his school laptop. They searched the catch of, of the uh, laptop. They found a bunch of videos. Finally, the reason we're bringing up this story is because after a few years, he finally was like, all right, fine. My kid didn't do it. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> it took from 2018 to now. Wow. A pandemic and everything to get this fucking asshole to admit that it was him. He was sentenced to 18 years on each of the two additional production counts and seven years for each of the two additional possessions of child. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's a lot of jail time. It is. The kid wouldn't have gotten well that. Well deserved jail time. The kid would have been on a sex registry or something and be fine. This guy was the assistant principal. You think he was uncomfortable being interrogated? Oof. He's used to being on the other side of the desk. Oof. I would love to see my assist- my old assistant principal be interrogated for child porn. I would fucking love that. Can I ask a dumb question? What else would you ask? I would never have uh, images or videos like that on a um, device of mine. But well, where do you keep your images like I, that? I don't have that type of thing. But if I if I were to have that and I brought my computer somewhere to be repaired or maintenance or you know you have to bring it to your employer, I wouldn't. Assume that they were going to like search through every folder and try to figure out what types of files I well, have. Well, when my they machine. found the shit on his computer, yeah, what was it labeled like? Ten-year-old girl undressing one, ten-year-old girl undressing two. Like, what were the file names? I'm things? sure they were very boomeresque. But <laughs> can I say this? He didn't do what you're supposed to do. Now, if you're a pedo, <laughs> I'm not supposed, the one. What are you supposed to do, man? I'm not the one who's giving advice here today. But I'm just going to say this: if you are one of these sick, sick fucking people. Stop it. <laughs> Number stop one. It. Stop it. Fucking stop it. That's enough. Go get help. Stop it. But if you have the stuff and your computer breaks and you need to get it fixed, here's how you fix your computer. It's very simple. Okay. You pour bleach on it <laughs> and you beat it with a fucking hammer. You set it on fire. Yes. You fucking throw it off a goddamn bridge and then you go buy a new one, asshole. That's what you do. You put it in Jeff Bezos' rocket and fly it into space. <laughs> to the fucking sun. Shoot it into the goddamn <laughs> shoot, sun. Shoot it into the sun, dude. Uh, I know you want to see those images again. You just have to remember them fondly. But get rid of that shit. Yeah. Time for a new computer. Yes. Brand new computer. That's the answer. <laughs> so he's in a lot of trouble, and that's that. Now, I want to take a second and shout out somebody. Our boy, uh, I believe his Christian name is Igor Gangrenously. Ah, yes. Our boy Alex. Alex. Thank you. He sends me so many good stories every week. He's I great. I fucking adore this kid. Uh, his real name might be Alex, but we're calling him Igor from now on. Joshua Lee Patterson, 20 years old. 
So wait a second, he has three names? I draw a limit on two names. I One internet name, one real name. I can't have two fake names and a real name. I can't keep track of yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll just call, we'll say Joshua Patterson. We'll get rid of the Lee. How's that? He's 20 years no, old. No, I'm talking about Gagernus Lee. Oh. <laughs> I can't have Igor, Alex, Gagernus Lee. I'm, I gave him the name Igor. You, you, you were already moving on. I wasn't moving on yet. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Igor, Igor, whatever. Okay. Joshua right. Lee Patterson. <laughs> Yeah. That's his name. Three yeah, that's names. fine. I'm fine with Joshua okay. Lee Patterson. There's a hyphen in it. <laughs> it's fine with me. It's not Alex <laughs> Igor Gagernus. I can't be on a, a true crime show and hate people with three names. That would be ridiculous. I'm actually going to name this episode after him. It's just going to be Igor Gagernus Lee. will be the name of this <laughs> Perfect. episode. Perfect. This dude, he's 20 years old. He was let off with 225 hours of unpaid work, despite admitting bestiality at a farm in Cothal, Abershire. This was in, uh, I believe, Scotland. Yeah. Now... Unpaid work is basically you have to do community service. Right. So he was spared this because he was just 17 years old at the time of the three-month abuse. Now, okay. his two equestrian enthusiast pals, though, Jordan Turnbull and a guy named Mark Finletter. Jordan was 28 and Mark fin- Finletter was 34. They should know better than probably. Yes. Turnbull got seven months and Finletter got 13 months after he pled guilty of sharing pictures of the vile attacks on the internet. So he basically filmed these guys fucking horses and uh, put it online. But this they, is really insane. They must insane. have a good defense, though. No, they don't. Their defense is they blame this Finletter guy. They, they said that he made him do it. He, they, he, they blame him. <laughs> like, he made us fuck the horses. <laughs> he made me do it. It's a terrible defense for courts. Now, Turnbull and Lee Patterson later admitted having, quote, an unnatural connection with the animals. Yeah. But that he did all this under duress to protect them from Finletter. Right. Of course. Yes. The court heard that Finletter was in a relationship with Turnbull and Lee Patterson at different times. So I think they were all fucking each other. Oh, is that what that meant? I think that's what that meant. This story was very confusing. It is very confusing because it's all in, like, Scottish fucking parlance. So... The quarter that Finletter was in a relationship with them at different times, but both men blamed him, claiming he controlled and manipulated them into attacking the horses. He said that, that uh, Patterson said he was trying to protect the animals who were abused in a small wooden stable between October and December 2018. He said that Finletter threatened to harm the horses if he didn't fuck them. There is nothing you can threaten me with, Vinny, that would get me to fuck a horse. There's nothing. Fucking shoot the fucking horse. They do it all the time. Yeah, I'm not fucking sticking my dick in it. Shoot the fucking horse in the head for all I care. I'm just saying, this is not a good defense. No shit. <laughs> this is not a good defense at all. Did you tell an authority that this person wanted to harm this horse? No, no, we just fucked it. We just went along with it. It seemed like the right thing to do. All of these incidents were captured on a mobile phone that Finletter was holding, and he claims that he wasn't. He claimed that somebody else filmed it. Uh, I must be missing out on something here, Benny. I've never once been breaking the law and thought, we got to get this on video. Let's get this uploaded to social media ASAP, can we, fellas? Yeah. I don't understand this mentality. I guess it's just the uh, the TikTok generation. Well, this Finletter dude, apparently he's into this. He's got quite the rap sheet oh, yeah? uh, for bestiality. Uh, and he insisted that he had not witnessed any of the attacks. And uh, someone he did share them, but somebody sent him to him on Facebook. Oh, well, then what are you going to do? Someone sent me these pictures of these guys fucking the horses for... And on, and on the Instagram, and I just shared it in my story. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, all these people are in trouble. Finletter owned the horses. They were two Shetland ponies. So in essence, they were fucking little Sebastian. Like, they're miniature ponies, which is very strange. Uh, and... Why? Mr. What kind of horse do you want to fuck, Betty? Why is that so strange? You're like, I would have never fuck one of these horses. Listen, I would assume that if you're into fucking horses, yeah. you're going to want to fuck one that doesn't look like a kid horse. Like I the d- little thing, they look like little ponies. I don't know, <sighs> Vinny, uh, fucking a uh, full-size horse, usually when people do that, they're on the receiving end. So I'm going to tell you something right now. Yes. This is not my hill to die on. Okay. I'm not Mr. Hands. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't care how you fuck your horses, people. Just, again, if you're into horses. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Patterson's fiance left him. 
<laughs> that they also put that in the article. His uh, fiance left him and took all of their animals with her. Yeah, good, good, yeah. good move. Yep. So they're all a uh, bunch of fucking scumbags in Scotland. Do now, you want to hear that you're the sloppy second after a fucking horse? That's got to suck. Yeah. She's like, but I sucked you off. Yeah. You, you and the what? Oh, fuck. Uh, honey, your mane just could not compare. Oh, boy. The mother of a four-year-old girl whose remains were found in a North Carolina home last month forced her 13-year-old daughter to help bury her sister in the backyard. All right. Immediately, my first thought on this was, 13-year-old, never a good accomplice. Never, never ever have a 13-year-old as your accomplice. Have you ever in your life been able to tell a 13-year-old a secret? No! When you were 13 years old, did you ever keep one? Never! Exactly. That's so stupid. All right, now here's the deal. You were going to shovel a grave for your sister, but you can't tell anyone, all right? Charlotte police found Majelic Young's body. Her nickname was Jelly. Uh, I don't know what kind of name Majelic is, but... Her nickname was Jelly. Retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Jelly had lived with her mother, Malika Bennett, her boyfriend, and seven other children in the home since August. The search warrant says the 13-year-old girl told police she was Jelly's sister and Bennett's daughter, the warrant says. The girl who police did not name said Bennett forced Jelly to stand in the laundry room as punishment for, quote, having a bowel movement in her pants. So little Jelly shit herself. Four-year-old shit herself. Okay, it happens. It's four-year-old. It happens. So Malika Bennett the mother, makes Jelly stand in the room for three days. That seems like a normal punishment. No, no, no. Without sitting down, <laughs> without any food, without any water, and according to the, the 13-year-old... Without any water? They you gave her just, nothing. You're just going to kill the person. They made her, the child stand there for three days. I don't even know how that's possible. A four-year-old. I don't even know. How is that possible? You can get a four-year-old to stand somewhere for three days without You have to be awfully water. fucking scared of the person that four yeah. years ago told you. Yeah. So the 13-year-old says that Jelly's breathing was off and on, and the warrant says once she got too weak, the girl fell out the back and hit her head on the ground. Like she fell down, yeah. hit her head. And passed out. The girl said the mother tried to do CPR without success, and that's when oh, Jelly died. Oh, then she cared about her all of yeah. a sudden? That's when she started to care? Now when she I didn't give her she, water for three days? I believe she was like, I'm going to be in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs> so Bennett, the mother, washed up Jelly and placed her body in two black plastic trash bags. The 13-year-old told police, according to the warrant, Bennett then put Jelly's body in the trunk of a blue four-door SUV where she remained for five days until the smell became too bad. The warrant says Bennett drove the SUV to go buy a shovel, (laughs) then returned home. The warrant also says after digging the hole, Bennett made the 13-year-old pick up her sister's body, place it in the ground, and cover it with dirt. The search warrant says police found a teal Saturn view at the home. The warrant says officers also seized a shovel, swabbed the car, and a cell phone. Jelly's body had serious physical injuries, including bruises, swelling, and black eyes. The mother's being charged with murder, and she was caught after police responded to a welfare truck request from a, a child protective service worker. When police approached Bennett about her missing daughter that day, she told him she had dropped Jelly off with a family member in August, but hadn't reported her missing or seen her since. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That story checks out. So we're talking last August to May. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. The family members said that they had no knowledge of Bennett's statements or of where Jelly went. They said they had no idea what happened to her. Family members may have lied. Some of them are being accused of lying that they didn't know that this happened. The 13-year-old rolled over. The mother's being charged with first-degree murder. <laughs> they, got, they got her talking. They got that 13-year-old. I guess they gave her a TikTok video or something. I don't know. Yeah. How do you, what do you get of a 13-year-old these days? Jelly beans? I wouldn't know, Vinny. I don't try to get 13-year-olds to do anything. The cops are like, I know what'll make her talk. Say, hey, what do you say? Give me a nickel. <laughs> I'll just turn into a job lesson, uh, or I don't know. I don't know. But even Bennett's mom was in on it. The grandma was yep. in on this, too. Like the entire fucking family was in on this. They were all like, Jelly who? Well, no, I, I wonder what the grandma's thinking. Like, wait, what did she do? She shit herself? Well, I guess she got what's coming to her. Uh, grandma's like, please don't look at my pants. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> Her old lady cheeks just clutched a little harder. 
Well, I think in this family, grandma is about like 38 years old. Just just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but probably. She was denied bond on a court hearing in May. She's also facing three pending misdemeanor child abuse charges from February 2020. And according to the Observer Search of Public Records, that's that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another edition of The Creep Off. I want to thank all of our patrons. I want to thank the Kuzaroos, the Creepomaniacs, the Scum Parade Merry Monsters, and most importantly, Excelsior! True believers. Carl, do you have anything you'd like to say before we go today? Yeah, I gotta spin the fucking wheel, Vinny. How'd you forget this? How did you forget it's a wheel spinning day? I just want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. All right, we'll spin it another time then. That's fine. Let's get I'm out of so here. I'm so hungover from this weekend, Carl. You don't even know. Oh, that's buddy. hilarious. So, so yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the wheel. Let's talk about the wheel. What do we got? What do we, what do we, what do we need to discuss uh, about this? I need some Ric Flair music right now. Should I come over to your side? No, I'm going to bring it over thing? to you. Okay. Hold on. Be right there. All right. Then he's going to come over here with the wheel for hey. me. I'm when you started doing your uh, wrap up spiel, I was really surprised. I'm like, I know he's excited about me spinning this wheel. I can't believe he just forgot. I'm All right, Carl, why don't you read everybody what's on the wheel? I'm just gonna sit back and provide commentary. Yeah, I, don't we don't we want to swap something out? Well, what do you want to get? Let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. We what got are the options? Change uh, your name legally? <laughs> what are we actually swapping out here? I don't know. Suttering John book report, whatever. Um, that one's still good. You have to buy yeah. and read Suttering John's yeah. book and write a book report about it. That See, will be graded by a teacher. Season two. So this is what you still have to do, right? Now, have you even started this yet? What's yes. going on with your consequence? Okay, I will talk about that. I have been trying very hard to get PJ to come out of retirement to do this show. PJ? I thought he passed away. The reason this has been delayed is because I've been trying to practice necromancy and raise PJ from the dead, but I don't think it's gotcha. going to happen. Gotcha. Okay. I have Best tried to find some replacements. It's been a little difficult. McBride is going to join me. Oh, there you go. But McBride got a new job, and now he I'm dealing with his fucking Oh, schedule. so that's why we don't have a Syracuse ad, and we don't have Creeps and Roses. I think this show's relying a little bit too much on our buddy McBride, Yeah, to be yeah, honest with yeah, you. No, we love you, Brian. <laughs> so like, we'll get that worked out. I just It's been scheduling and finding the right calls for it. But it is coming, and it will okay. be fantastic when it does. So we got to replace this, right? Yeah. We can't have season two. Well, how about we just do what I what we had originally, which was a podcast about my choice of topic. Oh, okay. That's fine. A five-part podcast. Okay. And you choose the topic. All right. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Semenology. That's where we have to buy the book. Autograph copy of the book. Yep. And be seen reading it in public. Okay. Truck nuts. <laughs> we have to buy the stupid truck nuts and put them on our vehicles. Correct. Uh, Two-hour handcuff music. This is where I will be handcuffed to the wall while listening to music that Vinny picks out for me for two hours live streaming that. Yep. Oh, God. I hope that's, you get that one. It's a fun one. Because I already picked a song for that. What is this knife edge? Nudge Chops from Colin Delaney. Oh, right. WWE superstar Colin Delaney will provide three knife edge chops to your bare chest. Brutal. Those will hurt like a motherfucker, Carl. I'm not looking forward to that. That will hurt like a motherfucker. God, your chest might cave in. And Colin's <laughs> not even that big of a guy, but you're not built for that. I'm not a professional wrestler. No, you are not built for I could take a knife edge chop. I got padding. Yes, you probably could. And it'd be a lot funnier if you did, too. Yeah, ripples. I think if I roll that one, you should have to do it. No. Uh, past the spin, the very fun, all of a sudden, the uh, everything turns around, and Vinny has to spin the wheel. That's fun. Vic and Seamus stand up. Oh, you got the funniest person in Rochester contest going oh, on. Oh, I'll sneak you right into the sneak contest. Sneak me right into the lineup, and I'll just go up there and start doing my Seamus. I can sneak in this weekend if you land on it. <laughs> And I'll have a camera running. Oh, my gosh. You can't announce me by my real name, though. Carl Hamburger. <laughs> no. uh, dinner with a listener. Ew. What's Twitch stream? What's, what, what is that doing? Is Twitch stream on there? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't remember. <laughs> We're bad at this, guys. What is Twitch stream? What is it? Does anyone in the chat remember why we have Twitch stream on here? Oh, you have to do like, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck that one. I say you have to change your name legally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Drive to Gary, Indiana. Tom Meyer's Restaurant, seven-second porn challenge. Yes, that's where you have to go into a store. Uh, that's where you have to go into a store and play porn on your phone really, really loud for seven seconds. Every time I read these, I get really nervous about what it's going to land on. So, I I wish I knew what this one was, though, this uh, Twitch. I feel like we should okay, change Okay, you it. should do a 12-hour Twitch stream. No. 
Yeah. Can't do it. I've done it. Can't do it. I've done a 12-hour stream. Can't do it. Too busy. Too much going No, on. you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. So Are you seeing this, people? I can't do it. Let me tell you, people want you to land on anything. People want you to land on Tom Meyer's restaurant. I don't care if you have to fly. <laughs> okay, all you right. You just have to go to fucking Tom Meyer's restaurant. Okay, all right. That'd be fine. So hold on. Anybody have any suggestions? Last call in the in the uh, in the YouTube chat. Yeah, instead of the Twitch stream, I don't know what that. I don't even know what that is. I don't like it. So the rule. Oh, 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 oh! I got one. You got a good one. How about you have to give up your half of the Patreon money? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the 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 rule is, I'm spin the wheel. Yeah. If it lands on something that I'm like, there's just no fucking way I'm going to do that, then I get to pass on that, but then Vinny gets to pick my consequence, and I have to do what Vinny says. Everyone clear on that? Great. All right, here we go. Let's see what happens. Coming around. Coming around. I need it to go. Oh, it almost got the Tom Myers restaurant. It's the seven-second porn challenge. Oh, that's an easy one. Seven-second porn challenge. So... Uh, I have to go. Hold on, to, I'm coming to do inspect. I have to go to a store. It's not insane. I just want to make sure. I have to go to a crowded store. At damn, Tom Myers restaurant was so close. It was like, yeah, it just came back. Don't worry, I'm gonna go with you to do this. I'm yes. gonna film it. You're gonna, you're gonna be the one filming it. I have to watch porn very loudly on my phone for seven Here's seconds. Here's what I'm imagining: produce department in Wegmans on a Saturday. Okay, where you just walk in, you stand in the middle of it, you turn your volume up all the way on your phone. And we'll, you just blast that porn right there in the middle of it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And somehow. I love how there's no masks. Oh, you're that just going to be standing there smiling. Uh, I don't know. I still wear a mask when I go into grocery stores. You stores. have the option to choose not to do it. I still wear a mask in grocery stores. You have the option to choose not I to like take to the consequence. Safe. I like to be safe. Well, all right. You have the choice not to choose the consequence. I haven't done that yet. I'm not, I'm not going to start now. But what would you choose for me if I were to pass on this? Do you have, a, do you have one in mind? Well, huh. the only one that I really, really want to see is the uh, the music challenge where you have to listen to a song for two yeah, hours. Yeah, I know. That would be Because funny. I was absolutely tormented, and I know you hated doing the cuties thing. That's brutal. So, yeah, I, I think maybe I would go with that. But All right, we're doing seven-second porn challenge. All right. Maybe a Walmart. In a Walmart, though, they might make you manager. You do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like your moxie, kid. Yeah. Grab a mop. <laughs> You're in charge. <laughs> You're in charge now. <laughs> Can you help us with the scheduling, please? Carl's grabbing a mop again. Just like back in the day. All right, kids. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, Carl's going to do the seven-second porn challenge. Hopefully pretty quick. We can get this busted out. We can go do this right now. We can bang this one out. We can go do this right now. Wear the Who Are These podcast shirt. (laughs) No, I I don't think so. I'm going to wear a uh, Vinny's uh, Vietnam T-shirt. The Scum Parade Mary Marcher shirt? Sure. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. The cars are passing me by. They honk and say hello. And I got a jacket on him. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Some bad hat, Harry. <laughs> this is stupid. Thank you.